that they may know from the rising to the setting of the sun that there is no one besides me. I am Yahweh, there is no other, the one forming light and creating darkness. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 closes with the first of four conclusions found in the book. For the one who thinks and lives only under the sun, eating, drinking, Laboring, they're all vanity and striving after wind. But for the one who believes in and lives for the only true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we see the good in it all. We can enjoy it all, even the most mundane things in life. For us, there is joy, satisfaction, and peace. To those united to Christ by faith, those are given wisdom knowledge, and gladness. As chapter 3 opens, we have a poem about time and about God who is sovereign over it. Hear now God's revealed, inspired, inerrant, and infallible word in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. There is an appointed time for everything, and there is a time for every matter under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to shun embracing, a time to search and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear apart, and a time to sew together, a time to be silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. All of us live in time, by time, and for a time. The question is, Do we use our time to pursue our own will and our own glory or to embrace, rest, and find satisfaction in God, always seeking His glory? Some choose the former, believers in Christ the latter. Regardless how any person or any culture or any nation thinks about and lives in time, such a choice, such pursuits, in no way alters God's sovereignty. He controls all things perfectly. Time is a part of his creation. Time indicates the boundaries and limitations of all his creatures. The poem opens in verse 1 with a summary statement. God, who is the creator and sustainer of all creation, 
has appointed a time for everything, for every matter under heaven. And then four stanzas follow in verses 2 through 8. The declaration that there is a time for this or that isn't fundamentally an imperative for us. Rather, these are indicatives, telling us about God's sovereign work in creation and providence. It is Yahweh, as Isaiah tells us, who is the one forming light and creating darkness, who is producing peace and creating calamity. Yahweh does all these, and there is no other. Besides Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there is no God. A time to give birth and a time to die, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear apart and a time to sew together, a time to love and a time to hate. Yahweh controls it all perfectly. He does all things according to His good pleasure and in His perfect time. How do you view your time? How do you use your time? Is time for you vanity or joy? The answer is going to depend on this, whether you believe you are your own or whether you recognize that you are not your own, but that you have been bought, that Jesus Christ gave his body and shed his blood for you. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.